Welcome back to the Legacy Podcast. My name is Alicia Grant, co-founder of Matrix Legacy, Inc. We are back for episode number 35, okay? 35. I'm pretty excited about it. This is the show where we create a blueprint for success. We look for ways to create generational wealth and we break those chains of a poverty mindset. So as usual, I just want to honestly thank you guys so much for tuning in every single week. It's just amazing to me. I'm watching the numbers grow. Um, the feedback I'm getting is absolutely insane. And what I love more than anything, I was talking to a, an, a fellow podcaster this week and they were talking about how they batch their content and, um, you know, film a few episodes in a row. And they asked me kind of what my strategy is. And I'm like, honestly, I have my ideas planned out, but I like to speak from where I am in the moment, in the space it's in. And, and that's why it's so exciting to me when I get this amazing feedback, because I can just speak about my actual experiences and where I am and who I am and what I'm seeing and what I'm feeling and people are connecting with that and I just feel like that's so special. So that's why I always like to just take a moment and thank you for being here with me. I do not take your time lightly and I appreciate absolutely every second of it. Now let's get to the goods. Let's get to why we're all here. The topic, and I'll just hop right in here, the topic I want to talk about today is change. And there's so many different reasons why I want to speak about it, especially in the midst of a global pandemic. People are quickly realizing that regardless of if you're comfortable with change or not, one way or another, you're going to get forced into it. The only thing that's actually guaranteed in this life is that everything is going to change. And the people who get damaged by change are the people who want to fight against it instead of embracing it. And then you see the other side of the coin, the people who are truly flourishing and really making moves out here. And so what I want to discuss today is really how to get comfortable with change, how to recognize your own personality traits in regards to how you deal with change and how the people around you deal with change to make the transition easier. But beyond anything else, my Plea, even if you do not listen to this all the way through, if you have not already started looking for another stream of income, if since March and beyond and before that point, you haven't started looking for other ways to create stability in your life from a financial standpoint and you're still relying on one source or one boss or one whatever it looks like, my plea is that you start. There are so many amazing ways to create different streams of income, especially now with the internet <laughs> and with the access that we have to different places in the world and different people in the world and the information that we have access to. It's very, I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's very simple to learn. And if you stay consistent, then you will be in position to create that flexibility and that safety net that we all very much need right now. Okay. So let me tell you about why I wanted to talk about this in the first place. So I was, I won a book a while back and it's this tiny little skinny book called Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. And I didn't really think of anything. I didn't really think anything of it before, but I decided, you know what, why not? Let's just hop in and take a look. And if you haven't read the book, I suggest it. It's a quick read, less than a hundred pages. You can literally read it to a child so they could understand it, but it's, deep enough and complex enough that as an adult, especially in the situations that we're in now, you can really resonate with the characters in the book. So they're looking at change from four perspectives. So they've got people running through a maze. You know, like when you see in those TV shows where they're experimenting with little like lab rats 
and they put the lab rat in the in the maze and they have to go and find the cheese and so that's essentially the concept of the book is they've got these four different personality types in this maze looking for the cheese and so eventually each one of the four finds the cheese and they keep going back every single day to the same spot and then one day all of a sudden the cheese is moved and so you have one person who right away is like, okay, there's no more cheese left. Let me just move on <laughs> because I, I anticipated this anyways. I knew eventually one day it was going to move. So I'm ready. The cheese is in a new place. Let me go find it or let me go find something new. The other person hesitates a little bit. You know, they really want to look around and make sure the cheese is gone first and then they'll make a move. Then you have the third person who they keep going back every single day thinking, okay, it has to show up one day. I know this is what I'm used to. This is what I'm comfortable with. This is how it's always been. It like it has to continue to work. And they keep going back, keep going back to figure out that nothing is changing. And so after a long period of time and force, because now they're hungry, now they're starving, then they decide, okay, now it's time for me to move. And then you have that fourth person that even if they're starving, even if they're in pain, even if it's completely uncomfortable, they're like, I'm not changing. I would rather die than go back in the maze and, and see what other danger or whatever else is going on out there for me. And so I'm sure you have people in close proximity to you who fall into one of those categories. And so you kind of have to look and identify for yourself. Well, which one of those am I? And this kind of made me reflect on my own situation because Three years ago when I had the idea that I needed something more in my life and my husband as well, nobody told us <laughs> that a pandemic was going to hit. Nobody told us that, you know, thousands and, and millions of people really were going to end up losing their jobs and there was going to be this devastation. But we were planning ahead in terms of I'm comfortable with where I am, but one, I know that I'm not necessarily in control of where I am because at any point, if the company shuts down, at any point, if the boss decides they don't like me anymore, I'm in a position where I'm no longer able to make money. And I'm also stifled and boxed in to the point where it doesn't matter how valuable I become, I have to run on the company's clock for them to decide when I deserve a raise. And so right away, we were thinking, okay, let's put ourselves in a situation so that we have options. So three years ago, we started building our business to the point where now once the pandemic hit, we were able to switch gears real quickly and say, you know what, I'm not about to wait to get fired or misplaced. Like, I'm not about to wait for that. I've already seen this. I've already prepared myself to be able to fend for myself if something was to go wrong with the company or whatever that looks like. So the reason... So many people have not adjusted to these changes is because change is scary. It's uncertain. It's unfamiliar. And I know all about it. I'll stick to this business example because when I first got started and I had to do a business presentation, boy, I took hours of preparation and reciting over and over, making sure I didn't miss a single detail. And I went up there and I was absolutely shaking. My mind was going blank. I was in sheer panic and terror the first time that I did a business presentation. But now it's like the back of my hand. I can do them in my sleep because I've done it over and over and over again. But I had to get over that hurdle of the first one. Same thing with this podcast. It took me months of gearing up and trying to convince myself that I could do this. And my first podcast, 
It took me over an hour and a half to film an 18-minute podcast, and then it took me nine-plus hours to edit it because I was so scared. And even in that nine hours' time, I didn't even do half the things with that first podcast that I do with, with my podcast now, and I could get the whole thing done in two hours or less, depending on what the mood is. And so what's really important to remember here is every single thing is hard at first. The first time is really hard. Your first kiss is going to be hard and nerve-wracking. Your first date is going to be the same thing. The first time you purchase a house, your first child, every single thing that's going to cause change from what you knew or the version of yourself that you knew as you transition into a new version of yourself is going to be hard and it's going to be scary. But what's even scarier is those people who aren't able to adapt to those changes and they end up stuck. And nobody can help them at that point because they're trapped in their own mind that says, this is my world and nothing in my world can change. That's why you have, and, and I look even t- towards elderly people for some, for example, there are a lot of elders around me who just have not, who've said, you know what, I'm not doing this cell phone thing. That's not how we did it when I was a child. So that's not what I'm doing. And then you see others who are, they're out here on Facebook doing lives. They're just living their best life on the internet because they've decided, all right, this is the life I knew, but this is the life that we're currently in. And how do I adapt and how do I take advantage of the things that are in place for me now? Even though it's going to be uncomfortable, even though it's not the same as what it used to be. Nobody ever said that life was fair and nobody ever said that life was going to be the same. Change is absolutely inevitable. We can't avoid it. And it's like, if you don't move with the changes, then you're going to get left behind. I've heard on a few different occasions, they say, where you resist, you must persist. And what that means is that the thing that scares you the most, the thing that feels like it's holding you back, is the place where you need to keep pushing. So if you're afraid to go and speak with prospects, if you are afraid to hop on a, a video call and put your message out there, if you're afraid to start the whatever it is that is causing resistance from you, that's the place where you need to run towards. You need to run through that wall because everything that you want is on the other side of it. For so long, I was resisting doing any live videos on my social media page. You can even ask my friends from back in the day. You could not get me on a video on Instagram because I was just, it was so scary to me. I don't know what was scary, but it was scary to me. And after I did my, I mean, my first one was a wreck. But after I did my first one, I was like, that's it. This is what I've been so afraid of. And now look at me every single week. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm talking right into a camera. I'm doing Instagram lives all the time, Facebook lives all the time, Zoom meetings all day because I realized if I stuck to what I knew and what I was comfortable with, then there's no way that I could get the message out that I needed to. So that was the place that I was resisting. So I had to continue to persist and just keep doing it and doing it and throwing out new content until I was comfortable with it. Until my discomfort actually became my new comfort. And now I have to look for the next thing, the next stage of discomfort, because I know that that's what's going to bring me to the next level. So in a nutshell, that just means we have to feel the fear and do it anyways. And so my call to action, if you have not already started looking for an additional stream of income, or if your business itself is your only current stream of income, and especially if it's not recession-proof. And 
let me just clarify. Recession proof is not an opinion. You can't just decide that your business is recession proof. If somebody loses their paycheck and they no longer can afford your business and they would be okay with that, then your business is not recession proof. So the, I know like clothing stores and I know hairstylists and and other product-based businesses. I'm not I'm not attacking anybody, but I'm just saying, for example, if I was in a position where I lost my paycheck and I was a customer of yours who were was buying my clothes or my jewelry or my makeup from you, I would prioritize paying my bills, keeping my lights on and keeping food in my fridge before I would prioritize that makeup or that clothing or whatever it looks like. So make sure whatever skill that you're building or whatever venture that you're taking on to make sure that you are secure during this time is not going to be impacted by who's in office, is not going to be impacted by whatever stimulus checks are coming. Find ways that you don't have to depend on too many sources outside of yourself. So investing is a very good way to do that. Network marketing is a really good way to do that. I mean, of course, <laughs> of course, again, depending on what it is that you're offering and really looking towards those essential services and those skill based businesses. So you can go ahead and, and capitalize on the skills you already have and put yourself in position to teach because people are looking to learn new skills that they can monetize for themselves. So there's lots of ways to do that. But I'm I'm literally begging if you are currently relying on one stream of income, it's time to move with the changes and, and be open to opportunities and realize that if we don't change, we will get left behind. So that is the building block of the day. Change is inevitable. The only thing guaranteed in this life is that everything will continuously and constantly change. So if we don't learn to adapt, we will get left behind. And going back to that book example of the who moved my cheese, we can't wait until we begin to starve before we start looking for ways to change because at that point it's too late. We've got to be more proactive instead of reactive and just understand that change is just a part of life. We should expect it. We should start looking for it and looking for ways to get ahead of it because that is how you'll be able to focus on building your legacy, creating your impact instead of, oh my goodness, how do I pay the bills? How do I put food in my fridge? How do I keep my lights on? You know? So if you did need any assistance with that, I would love to help. I would love to share more of my story and how my husband and I were able to create residual income for ourselves so whether we get out of bed or not the paycheck is still coming looking for businesses where you do the work one time and you will continuously get paid on work you did years ago that is one of the most beautiful ways that you could ever get paid and if you need some assistance with that i would absolutely love to help you so you can reach out you can download the matrix legacy app to get in contact with me that way or just hop on social media whatever it looks like all my information is going to be in the description box regardless, so I would love to hear from you. If you did enjoy this episode, go ahead, like, comment, subscribe, send this to a friend. That all helps more people receive the same message, and it helps this show to grow. So again, thank you so, so much for being here with me. I will be here next week with another building block for success. Until next time, let's build a legacy.